in fact, which, which I will start again now that we're back from vacation, is set aside a couple of minutes each day, literally, to, yeah, yeah. to do planks. I mean, That's literally, all. you can start with 30 seconds a day. Yeah. Welcome back to part two of our zapping belly fat extravaganza. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> which sounds like plastic surgery, but it's not. So uh, in part one, if you'll remember, we talked about dietary changes that you can make cleansing, if you will, after indulgence, whether it's vacation or party, parties or holidays or whatever you, you know, if you've become a little more well-rounded around the middle or even in other parts of your body, um, this is a good way to... Arms. Yeah, arms, hips, <laughs> buttocks, whatever you... Face, whatever it is. <laughs> if you want to get rid of excess fat, but particularly belly fat, this is hopefully going to help you. Mm -hmm. So um, we talked more about the dietary changes that are changes that can help, right? But I think one of the biggest contributor to reducing belly fat really is fasting, which is your favorite uh, topic. My I know other you're favorite topic. Start rambling again. Well, so I'll ramble for a little bit, but then okay, the rest is your favorite. I know, I know. Okay, so um, so this is very dependent on what you're used to. If you've never fasted before, um, please listen to our other podcast series yeah. about introduction to intermittent fasting. Just search I, for fasting on our website yeah. and you should be able to find And so podcasts. start off slow if you've never done it before and you know it's not easy but it's simple. My, one of my favorite words. So consider starting your fasting regimen. Now is a good time as any if you're looking to reduce your belly fat. If you are used to fasting already you might want you know obviously what I'm doing is getting back into my normal routine of 18 to 20 hours during the weekdays but um, you might want to consider doing a longer fast once or twice over the next couple of weeks. So um, there are regimens for doing like, a, believe it or not, a 30 to 40 hour fast, which can be very good for attacking that uh, more stubborn belly fat, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and also for kind of resetting your body back into the metabolism rate that it was that it was before you went on vacation or before you the holidays yeah. started. Do you remember we had mentioned this a while back about uh, this group that we were helping out with uh, weight loss mm -hmm. and they were doing three, four, five, yeah. even ten days of complete, complete fast. fast. Other Nothing than Nothing else but water. Right. That's it. Uh, some of the hardcore ones were just having water, not even like a salted lumipani. Yeah. Which I, you know, sometimes I Yeah, wonder. we're not sure about that. Yeah. But... I mean, it's it's safe, again, if it's run by your doctor, it is safe. Can you imagine um, doing it for 10 days? No. I, the longest I've ever gone was 48 hours, right, and that was right. a struggle. Although, interestingly at enough, at the end, you, you feel very clear in your head. And I think that's a great topic for a future podcast yeah, yeah. is intermittent fasting and mental health. But I can say I definitely noticed that at the end. But anyway, yeah, we, remember a couple members... What they would do is they would weigh themselves after the holidays yeah. or after vacation and say, oh gosh, I put on five kilos. And some of them, believe it or not, would fast until that weight, weight came, came off. off to the same number again. We don't recommend, yeah. but it is, if that's your thing and you feel comfortable doing that and your doctor's cleared it, it's okay to do it. But I think that's rather extreme, but it does work. It works the um, fastest. So out of these three methods that we're talking about, diet, fasting, and exercise, number two, fasting, is the quickest, yeah. fastest. Yeah, and just to keep in mind, with that method of like letting yourself reduce kilos until you're back down to your origin, once you start eating again, you will pick up a kilo or two. It's not mm -hmm. like it's going to stay off. However, it's going to kind of do the restart switch and yeah. it will 
it will be easier to get the rest of the weight off yeah. after that. And also uh, keep in mind that uh, since we're talking about fasting, I know we may have mentioned this earlier about weighing yourself, etc. Uh, and I know I'm not as guilty of it as compared to Dr. Jenny, which is she weighs herself every day, which is the wrong thing to do. Right. Once a week. Is yeah. uh, she just gets paranoid and she weighs herself every day. And not paranoid as much as interested. <laughs> <laughs> Academic interest. Yeah. Right. For right. science. For science, right. No, actually, she's paranoid. Um, <laughs> the um, reason why we, why we do not recommend weighing yourself every day is because most of the weight uh, that fluctuates in the body uh, during the day is water weight. Because as you drink water, you, you put on you know, water in your cells, or as you breathe out moisture, so the water weight comes out, water fluctuation causes a lot of fluctuation in your, in your weight itself. So therefore, we advise you to, at the most frequent, I would say at least, you know, wait for a week. Okay, fine, maybe three, four days, but don't do it on a daily basis. And that to weigh in the same scale, same mm -hmm. time, every single day, don't change the, the timing. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, like if you're wearing a set of type of clothes, you should always be wearing that, that same type of clothes. Just FYI. Okay, I just wanted to mention that about a little tip about uh, weighing yourself. Um, sorry, I, I know I you digress. Uh, digressed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so moving on from fasting, yeah. I think that's the general gist of yeah. what we wanted to get across. Now let's talk about exercise. As Ajoy always says, and as science always says, really majority of the changes you will see, particularly with weight loss and belly fat, is from diet and or fasting. However, Exercise has lots of excellent Correct. benefits. Correct. You want to take it away? Yeah, I just want to start with the study. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> so, so we do appreciate your studies. Right, after all. right, right. Sure, sure. But nobody wants to listen to my studies, but I'm going to tell them anyway. <laughs> so there was a not there was a study. Uh, I think last count uh, there were like 15 or so studies I could pull up in PubMed. And now these are all peer-reviewed uh, journal articles. These are not not colla uh, corroboration or, or or what is the word um, uh, correlational studies. These are actual studies where they took two sets of patients. One got treatment X, one got treatment Y. Treatment X got you know um, reduced weight, and treatment Y did not reduce weight. Randomized control. Randomized. So we call them RCT or randomized control trials. And um, in these studies, at least the 15 is the one that I the number that I have on my computer but I'm sure I can dig out even more. Every one of them says the same thing. Diet makes the maximum difference. Exercise does not make as much of a difference. However, that does not mean you skip exercise entirely. All right, so. Uh, I can tell you just using it, and maybe you were about to say that, sorry. From In my case, uh, even with my fasting and my mostly plant-based, whole food plant-based diet, if I don't add in my exercise, mm -hmm, I can mm -hmm. get to my goal just feeling good, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's very imperative, in, you know, for me and I'm sure for a lot of our listeners yeah. out there. Yeah. And, you know, just stepping back just a little bit, we had talked about, um, remember what we talked about uh, in terms of what is in the belly? So we talked about the fat in the belly and we talked about muscle in the belly, the loser muscles in the belly. So the fat in the belly, we already said that diet can control. And muscles also, uh, not the diet cannot control that. I mean, uh, we only talk about protein as a help towards building a little bit more muscle and, and, and uh, improve the mu improving the musculature. 
I just want to interrupt you because I thought I needed to share this with everyone. While we were recording just now, we had to pause because our four-year-old asked for a snack, as do as they do, you know. Um, and you know, maybe I should be a better pediatrician mom and offer better snacks. I offered him uh, some of the local, relatively healthy cookies that they sell that I had in the cupboard. No, Amma, he said, I want an apple. So we should all, <laughs> we should all follow the example of our very wise four-year-old and an excellent snack is an apple. Yeah. High fiber, mm -hmm. um, low sugar, mm -hmm. it has a low glycemic index, if you remember that from yeah. our other podcasts, and it's tasty and yummy. So good job, Bihan. So um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. I, I know it's, it's, it, that was important. Um, so we were talking about uh, what is in the belly, right? So we already we already said that you know belly has fat and belly has muscle. So let's start about start talking about uh, how do we attack the fat first? All right. So uh, attacking the fat, if you recall again from elementary biochemistry, I'm so sorry I have to go back to it because I'm cringing. You can't see me. I think it's it's important to go back to the basics and understand why why this is the case, right? So. If you remember uh, elementary bio biochemistry, fat is, you know, we say fat is being burnt. Why, why do we say fat is being burnt? You know why? Because it needs oxygen. Just like fire needs oxygen, fat needs oxygen to burn. You cannot burn uh, fat. Well, you can technically, but it takes a lot of effort to burn um, uh, fat uh, anaerobically, meaning without oxygen. But with oxygen, it burns very quickly. So, uh, therefore, aerobic exercise can help and I already had mentioned to you that workouts with aerobic exercise will need one essential component and that is water right water water and water wa yes you need water right so you need water you need oxygen and fat will burn okay so when you're doing aerobic exercise make sure you're very well hydrated and um, you know you you just do your aerobic exercise now you might be wondering what kind of aerobic exercises do we recommend so I'm going to go through a list of like easiest to hardest exercises. Pick whatever works for you. They really are meant for people with very little ability to people with very good ability. And because as you gain in ability, you you have to do more and more. Unfortunately, that's just the way it works. But it's it's very you know it gives you results really well. Um, so the the first one is uh, you can just slowly walk. I mean, when I say slow, I don't mean like a a, a you know ambling. I mean like a, you know just walking as if you're, you you have a purpose yeah walking comfortably but these walks should be very long they should be like 10 to 15 kilometers mm -hmm. so if you cannot do 10 to 15 kilometers start with one or two kilometers right i mean work one or two kilometers up. and and work your way up right and uh, once you get to the 10 to 15 kilometer range you will start seeing that actually it helps with your belly fat the next one up is uh, one of my favorites which is what i do all the time which is uh, high and i know i messed it up last time high interval High intensity interval again. I messed it up again. <laughs> High intensity interval training, HIIT, which is you alternate walking and jogging. So or running uh, in my case. So you know I walk very slowly for a minute and then I run very fast for a minute. Then again I walk for a minute, then run again for for uh, you know uh, a minute. So I alternate that and that's supposed to be very very effective. And the easier method there is to walk very fast and walk very slow. So you, instead of running. You can simply substitute it for walking fast and apparently, unfortunately for me, studies have shown that it's just as effective as what I do. 
Yeah, okay. and you don't, HIIT doesn't have to be just running and yes, walking. Yes. It can be other exercises. It can be, which I think you're about to get into, uh, jumping jacks yeah, or I was about to say um, jumping jacks, running in place. place running in place. Um, thing that I hate. Mountain uh, climbers. Yeah. Mountain. That's, that's very difficult. Jenny, no, but I mean, okay, or more advanced. More advanced. Okay, um, more advanced people can do mountain climbers. Yeah. If you know what that is, great. If you don't know, it's very hard Squats. to discuss. Yeah, these are some of the more advanced ones. So you do a certain period of time of... I, more difficult more, whether for you yeah, more difficult for you. for you exercise it doesn't just have to be running and then you slow it down by by walking or yeah. or walking in place Mar yeah, or marching in place, in place or yeah. something mm -hmm. so it's especially i think we mentioned this before if you have a heart rate tracker yeah. you can see like a seesaw pattern yeah. you see it go up then come down go up then come down and that's what you're really aiming Looking for, for. Yeah. And finally, last but not least is just simply running or swimming like at length. and um, Or bike riding. Or bike riding, actually. And these things, if you notice, look at this, the cyclists that, that bicycle for miles or you look at the runners that go for miles, you'll never find them with belly fat. Never. Really because, no fat. No fat. Yeah. yeah, yeah not just <laughs> They're just fat. muscle. They're yeah, lean. They just, yeah, very, lean and, very uh, lean, lean. Lean. More than muscle, they're more lean, right? Yeah. So um, now that we talked about uh, attacking the fat, let's talk about attacking the muscles. Before we talk about attacking the muscles, do you want to like, since you're the doctor in the house, can oh, you I talk am. about, oh my God, <laughs> can you please talk about, tell us about the anatomy of the abdominal muscles, please? Sure. So there's the, the main abdominal muscles are the rectus abdominis. Which is what everybody sees when you say Which is the abs. six pack, four yeah. pack, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then more internal and probably more important are the psoas muscles, which is, I think is what you're getting at. Well, I was thinking more in terms of the transverse abdominus, which oh, is like okay. going across from one side to the other. Psoas muscles go deep up inside, and up and down, deep yeah. inside, right? Those are also very good. Psoas muscles, okay, sorry, I'm trying to take over, taking over here. Go sorry. for it. That's no, no, okay. No, no, no. I was just naming them. I know you can. <laughs> I, I actually don't know where you're going with it, so go for it. No, okay. What I was going with it is that whenever you see people with quote-unquote abs, what you see are the muscles called rectus abdominis. Great. Okay, they go up and down from your chest uh, f uh, to your, the lower part of your abdomen. And uh, and they're more superficial. And they're more, they're right on top. So they're very superficial and you can see them. Just as important are muscles that go across, from, just directly behind them, therefore you don't see them, are muscles that go directly behind them in a, almost like a semicircular pattern. Okay. And those muscles really hold everything together. So if you don't have good musculature, um, you know, your belly, whatever is there in the belly will protrude, right? So if you try to tighten these muscles. It's and great. don't forget the obliques. So the obliques are, uh, you know, basically think of it as a basket. You know, basically obliques also kind of like help the three types of muscles, the vertical, the, the horizontal, and the obliques mm -hmm. hold everything together tightly. They're like the diagonal. Muscles. Right, the diagonal. And, you know, the obliques are the ones, if you want to see what the obliques look like, just put your elbows down. And exactly where the elbows touch your uh, abdomen is where the obliques begin and they go to, down towards your navel. Okay. Just wanted to mention that. So we are really talking about the, the first two, rectus abdominis and the transverse abdominis, that you really need to target. And the way to target is yoga. Yeah, and in yoga, there are a bunch of uh, uh, asana that you can do that will specifically target this. And I'm going to again go from easy to hard. One, the first one is uh, downward facing dog, which uh, in Sanskrit is uh, Adhumakashwana asana, which will help, you know, keep the abdomen like against the gravity. You're basically holding the abdomen up. Next one, a little bit tougher is uh, Surya Namaskar, which everybody knows. 
and sun salutation sun, sun salutation or surya namaskar and surya namaskar there are lots of exercises that actually will be um, actually part of uh, the next one that i'm going to talk about and there's lots of modifications of surya namaskar too i yes, think that's yes. important to know because the traditional one is quite difficult, quite difficult. but if you start with a modified one that's simpler, then you can work yeah. up to the more You can even one. look up Chair Surya Namaskar. Did mm -hmm. you know that? There's yeah. a Chair Surya Namaskar, which I, I found very fascinating. Uh, for people with lesser ability, you can do a Chair Surya Namaskar. Um, and then the next one is one of our, my favorite anyway, uh, Chaturanga Dandasana. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> it's like, very difficult for I, me. I like Chaturanga Dandasana because it really is like a... Is even better than the, just a regular plank, which I'll come to in a second. And then, uh, you know, advancing from that is Sarvangasana, which is basically an upside down pose where you're holding up your body with your on your on the crux of your elbow and uh, pushing your back up. And then the last one, of course, the the most difficult, which I'm having a hard time these days, is Shirshasana, which is a headstand. Um, uh, again, uh, the you know you make a triangle with your head and the elbow corners, and and you make a you you go upside down. That's Which probably like, yeah. one of the most excellent. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. it really uses all yeah. every single one of yeah. your abdominal muscles. And so that's, for the eyes. And yeah, for I mean, the, in addition to other benefits, and, yeah, but yeah, yeah. for abs, that one's yeah. excellent. So I've given a big list of uh, um, you know yoga yoga uh, poses that you can you can uh, you know take take advantage of. The next one are regular gym exercises, which um, again I'll, I'll go rather quickly because you can always look them up. You know, based on what we are saying, or I think we have some uh, videos on this that we have done ourselves, and there are some. Um, I think it was you were published in one of the newspapers, right, uh, about doing some of yeah. the exercises for quarantine exercises. Yeah, quarantine exercises, right. Um, so again, I'm going from easy to hard. The first one is a knee up. You just stand and bring your knee as far up as possible. Put it down. Put, put bring the next knee up as far as possible and put it down, and and so on. And keep doing that. Um, that's the, that's a fairly easy one to do. Then the one next one is kneeling plank, which is basically you go down on all fours and slowly, whenever you get a chance, move your uh, keep your knees in place, but move your arm forward, maybe like three, four, five inches, and wait, and then again move it forward another three, four, five inches till you get to a point where you cannot move forward anymore and stop. Okay. Um, because if you cannot do a regular plank, just stop right there and then again back off and you know every three, four inches come back and go to a kneeling position and get up, stand up again. The next one is regular plank, which basically is you lie down in your stomach, um, put your hands uh, right next to your, I guess, chest. Chest and shoulders. Chest and shoulders mm -hmm. and then push up and be in a straight uh, straight line, but at an angle from the ground. So in other words, your, your uh, toes are touching the ground and uh, you're at an angle coming upwards. It's probably uh, best to Google these if you yeah, don't know best them because it's best a little difficult yeah, to best, describe yeah, Describe it. Uh, but you then, should look like a plank of wood. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the next one is uh, elbow to arm plank, which is basically will, you know, you're doing the same thing instead of doing just the arm, you get down on your elbows and get, get back on the arms. Get back on the elbows and get back on the arms a couple of times. And that's a little bit more taxing on your abs. Yeah, and what I like to do with planks is uh, in fact, which, which I will start again now that we're back from vacation, is set aside a couple of minutes each day, literally, to, yeah, yeah. to do planks. I mean, That's literally, all. you can start with 30 seconds a day. Yeah. Have your kids do it with you. It's have, a lot of you fun know, with kids. Do it while you're, if you're watching TV during a commercial break yeah. or whatever. But try to work up the amount of time you can hold the plank, and you'll be amazed at how... How much better you feel and how, how fast you can increase your plank There's a little time. trick. I, know, I don't know if you've tried this or not. Um, while watching TV, just be at right angles to the TV 
and do a plank and look at the TV and mm-hmm. keep watching it and you will be you're, surprised. You're distracted. You're distracted yeah. and you like suddenly you realize that, oh my God, I've done a plank for a minute. So, um, you know, you could you could do that. The next one attacks the obliques, the ones that you mentioned earlier, uh, the serratus muscles. And that is by doing a side plank where you get on the side and, uh, you know, you just basically stand up or, I mean, uh, at an angle again with one arm on the on the floor and the, the outer edge of uh, the same arm side um, of the foot on the floor. And uh, the next one is absolutely my favorite, which is one of the most effective exercises you can do, but it's a little hard, but you can start at uh, you know, just doing six or eight inches, which is uh, using one of those, have you seen those ab wheel thingies? Or, or ab roller. Ab roller, ab wheel, whatever you want to call it. So start uh, in a kneeling position and keep pushing that the wheel forward. But one of the tricks I would like to mention to you is do it against a wall or something so that you give it only a few inches till the time you feel more comfortable that you can actually go completely flat on the on the on the floor and then get back up. Um, so that's how it should be. Uh, you you push the ab wheels all the way all the way forward. Next one is uh, uh, harder still, which is if you have a pull-up bar, you st- hang from it. And then do knee ups, one knee at a time first. Uh, when it's uh, hang with your arms, you hang with your. What did I say? You said hanging, but hang with people, your arms. You can hang with your legs too. Hang, hang with your arms. Yes, yes. <laughs> hang with your arms and uh, do knee ups first, one one knee at a time, and then subsequently, as you as you progress, you can do both knees at the same time. Um, last but not least, the the most effective is hanging leg ups, where you hanging and then you straighten out your legs and bring them up exactly at a right angle and bring them back down. And of course, if you are capable, bring them all the way up to your arms uh, or your hands. So these are all the types of exercises I just wanted to mention to you. So would you like to recap what all stuff we've said so that kind of gives you... Yeah, so between parts one and two, um, in part one, we talked about what belly fat actually is and why it's there. Um, We talked about in part one, what dietary changes you can make, uh, mostly like mostly temporary in this case, although we hope you continue them, though maybe not as strict um, but if you do a, a quick three to four week cleanse after your yeah. indulgence that should help you get back on track to a more modified um, we hope whole food plant-based diet um, fasting is something to consider if you really want to get results fast fast <laughs> so fasting um, i just want to mention yeah. that if you are just not um, you know you're so fond of uh, you know uh, like not wanting to do a whole food plant-based diet those people yes. should consider it a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, if right? you're if it's difficult at the time, at least to give give up either dairy and or meat or seafood yeah. or eggs, then try fasting. fasting. That can give you results also. Um, and of course, the combination of both is even better. But that you know takes some time to work up to. And then finally, we talked about types of exercise that we recommend for eventually getting rid of your belly fat. But um, you know, we we understand it takes some time and yeah. some effort. Yeah. So. I mean, it's 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 a it's a ongoing struggle, but uh, I'm sure you know the good part is as it, as you improve your metabolism. One thing I have to say, believe it or not, it gets better. It becomes easier mm-hmm. um, as you improve your metabolism and your metabolic rate is higher. Getting rid of the belly fat is easier. Right, and he means with each quote unquote slip up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've been doing this for a while now, and it, the good part is it allows you to enjoy yourself during vacation or holidays or at a party because you realize it's okay. I can get back on track. My body will recover. It's okay to indulge and be human every once mm-hmm. in a while. Otherwise, you live your life 
wondering what if or missing out on things. Yeah. And we don't want you. We want you to be happy. So, yep. so yeah. Yeah. On that note, um, be happy. Yep. And we will That's happily it. roam around and meet you in our next episode of Cersei Health Pod. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation. Can you think about one thing or an idea that you can start to introduce into your own life that will help make your life healthier and less stressful? If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd really appreciate it if you can take a few seconds to share the podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. And always remember, your health is literally in your own hands. Making lifestyle changes is not an easy task, but we promise you will be aptly rewarded with a long, healthy, and disease-free life.